You're listening to The Diarist, a Red Couch Black Dog production. Episode 6, Coup d'etat. She'll have the special no sauerkraut. Oh, Father, you remember the things I like. Oh, of course I do. I'm not a little girl anymore, I'm afraid. I never saw you as a little girl. Thanks, keep the change. Here, let's, uh, let's walk by the pond. You remember, don't you? The day we came and you showed me your oil paints? Well, uh, I guess you weren't ready. I'll say. I was only five. You had a proclivity. Oh, really? I liked my Crayolas. Have I pushed you to become someone you're not? Honestly? Ah, I'm not sure I want to know. I know you love me. Is this going to be an indictment of Mother? It should be, but now... We balance each other so well. That's what Stephen told me on our very first date. He felt the combined influences. Mother being conservative and you, well, being more liberal. He felt that you produced quite an acceptable specimen. Specimen? What? Isn't that what I am? Isn't that what any girl is? It's rather cynical. I haven't known you to be so cynical. Do you feel as if you're giving something up by marrying Stephen? No, not really. But if I were a man, I'd have many more choices. Oh, not really. It's youth that offers choices. That's why I always encouraged you Yes, to... but I'm still young. No, you're not. Well, I feel young. Well, being in love makes you feel that way. I suppose. And if you were in love with Stephen, then you wouldn't feel like marriage is sacrificing your freedom in life. What a thing to say. Besides, you always wanted to be an artist. I, I was. But aren't any more. You see, you gave up your dreams. I had other dreams. Your mother. You... But you could have been like Picasso or Jackson Pollock. (laughs) Uh, Wouldn't wouldn't that be something? You are in love, aren't you? Yes. But not with Stephen? No. That man you work for? Yes. (sighs) Uh, I'm going to sound like a broken record. What is it? You're disappointed in me? Have I ever expressed disappointment in you? Well, go ahead. Dispense your advice. Leave. Leave now. Mother will recover, but she won't recover if you end up losing your head and leaping into the arms of a married man. Just leave. Go away for six months, a year. Come back and see how you feel. 
I imagine he'll still be in his predicament with his wife. He'll he'll be here. Then all this Stephen business will blow I'm over. I'm in love with Stephen. You just said you were in love with this Richard Hayes fellow. Well, if I did, it was a slip of the tongue. If you could see yourself five years from now, like 30 years old... Oh, don't, Father. I can't bear to think of middle age. You have a long life ahead of you. What is the happy Andrea doing with her life at 30 years? Honestly? You mean if no one would judge or laugh at me? No, of course. You won't laugh? Go ahead. You won't tell Mother? I've never told her what happens between us. Now that's true. Well, maybe if the world worked the way I wanted it, I would be with Richard. Just to see, mind you. It isn't fair that I can't find out if we could sustain our feelings. So, you don't want to marry Stephen? Oh, I don't know. You've made things so serious. I honestly don't even know if I mean what I'm saying. I think I'm in love with Richard one moment, and then the next I'm in love with Stephen. All right. I I don't want to make things so serious. Uh, Here, let's let's go over to the new boathouse. Have you seen it yet? Of course. Well, how about we rent a boat and spend an hour on the pond? No serious talk. We'll just float around like an impressionist painter and his muse. So, for those few short weeks, my life rolled along that way. Phone calls, preparations, shopping for the perfect dress. It wasn't simply being the center of attention. I could take or leave that. It was an answer. Finally, some direction in my life. As I've said, I wouldn't have called myself adventurous. That was why I never took father up on his offer to travel and run with the artists all over Europe. I had never wanted anything but what I was offered by Stephen Morris. But, as you might guess, dear reader, there was still the little problem of Richard, and no matter how I tried to suffocate those instinctual urges, they rose to the surface. My engagement to Stephen had almost softened Richard a bit. Still, it had been a long time since Richard had rewarded me with anything. The thirst for his approval haunted me constantly. The more he withheld, the more I tried to make him jealous. If you're the type of girl that thinks bait just waits around to be captured, you don't know anything about the fierce world of marketing and advertising. I didn't want to reel him in, but I couldn't just sit there and let him swim away. Mr. Hayes, I'm sorry to bother you. What is it? The girls are here. They've surprised me and are taking me out to lunch. It's 1.30. I've got to have the Rinda boards by 5. I've already sent them to the art department. Hand delivered. They're all done. I'll be back by 2.30. I can make sure everything is ready for the trial run in the morning. All right. But it's a deadline. I gave you a chance with this account. 
It's all on your shoulders. You have to prove to me you can handle it. Yes, I know. Thank you, sir. All right, he's given me the go-ahead, but I have to be back by 2.30. Oh, Pooey. Let me have another look at that ring. Oh, that's the largest I've seen. He must have a lot of family money. Is there anything he doesn't have, Mr. Perfect? It is an enormous diamond. Oh, boo-hoo. I'm going to have to ask Nathan for a pair of diamond studs after I deliver. Deliver? Oh, Lucy! Let me look at you! I shouldn't have said anything. But here, look at me from the side. I'll bet I'm having twins. There's an old wives' tale that if you tie your wedding rings to a string... Oh, I know. Nathan's mother and I have done it 20 times already. She said it doesn't matter. A boy, she says she knows. She just knows. But, Andrea, I don't want to take the wind out of your sails. Let me see the ring again. Isn't it lovely? I can't believe it's just around the corner. Thank God for Mother. You can say that again. They sure drive us crazy, but where would we be without them? Mother's giving me a crash course in cooking chicken. Stephen loves chicken. <coughs> Cacciatore, baked with mushroom sauce. Do you know you can prepare chicken with figs? Andrea, may I speak with you for a moment? Oh, Mr. Hayes, let her be excited just for a moment, please. We'll be out of your hair in just a minute. Andrea? I'm sorry. Try to remember you're in an office, not a lady's powder room. I can't get a thing done. Oh, fooey, Mr. Hayes. Now that I'm an old married lady, I can tell you to go easy on Andrea. Is that so? All right, girls. Lotus Room will only hold our reservations for so long, anyhow. Do you have any names yet? Well, what about you, Ellen? You ever thought of children? Sure I have. Say, what if it's a girl? Well, I'll name her Ellen, of course. Oh, of course. I would expect so. And if it's twin girls, I'll call them Ellen and Andrea. That way I won't have to miss you two so much. (laughs) By now, reader, you must be aware that I knew this plot didn't exist only in my imagination. As invisible as it was to the rest of the world, Richard and I moved in a terrible dance, underneath which sat a landmine. I feared my relationship with Stephen hastened our step, made us careless as we moved back and forth over the volatile mine. I was very frightened that soon things would explode and my life would change forever. And finally they did. If anyone tells you that you can alter fate with wishful thinking or old-fashioned values, then they're crazy. Fate picks and chooses, without regard for anything but its ravenous appetite. That fateful Friday night, Stephen and I had tickets for the symphony. Rachmaninoff, I believe. Yes, symphony number two. I loved the Met. Mother and father brought me often as a child and teenager. We still had box seats for the Nutcracker every Christmas. I always imagined someday my children and I would continue the tradition. Of course we would. So it wasn't such an especially new event to attend the symphony, but it would be the first time with Stephen. It seemed he too had grown up with it, and to my surprise, had orchestra seats for the Nutcracker. I imagined us as children, passing each other by like a Shirley Temple movie. Two children destined to become man and wife someday. 
both in the lobby after the show, running around together like children do. Of course, Mother would have never allowed it, but I romanticized it anyway. I'll be right there, Ellen. I've just got to leave the final presentation portfolios for Richard to review. I, I can hardly believe I finished. What time are you two leaving? Seven. The show's at eight. No dinner? We'll have cocktails and something light after the concert. Oh, Ellen, thank you for helping me get ready for the symphony. Of course. It makes me feel like a big sister. You'd be the greatest big sister. Do you think it's terribly unconventional to get ready here at the office? I knew I'd be cutting it close. Oh, your nerves are getting the best of you. All right. We'll drop off the campaign and meet me in my office. Hurry, it's half past six. Here, close the door. I'll draw the curtains. No one will know we're in here. Oh, look at the photograph of you and Howard. You look just lovely. Yes. He's quite handsome, isn't he? He didn't want you to stay home? You know we were apart for several years while he was in the Navy. No, I didn't. Yes, once he returned we were married, but I guess we are forward-thinking. That time apart has made us perfectly happy to lead separate lives and conduct our domestic life on the side. On the side? Well, in a manner of speaking. We love each other very much. But what about the housework? We have a girl come once a week. And cooking? Oh, it works somehow. May I ask? Of course, anything. Did you ever want children? I guess that wasn't in the cards. What about Howard? Doesn't he? All right. Look, it's already 6.45. Let's get you dressed. Oh, my, Andrea. This is just lovely. Silk and taffeta. Would you believe it's Dior? You don't say. Yes, I believe it. It's stunning. It seems Mother is intent on depleting our savings, preparing and delivering me to Stephen Morris. Well, I'll say it's a good investment. She'll have her investment back and a lot more, too. <laughs> yes. I would have never thought I'd marry into the kind of money my mother always dreamed of. Your father did quite well. Yes, but there's a difference between a self-made executive and an heir to a tobacco empire. I see your point. It will give mother a free pass into the kind of society life she's always dreamed of. One way, no stops. Agatha Morris has fallen in love with Mother, and her word amongst the elite is good as gold. So it works out for everyone. Yes. Even Father loves him. I expect he would. Here, let's get you into this dress. Let me zip you up. Here, turn and look at me. Oh my gosh. You could be a film star. Oh, stop. No, it's true. You are simply divine. And the way the dress fits you. I wonder if Richard will recognize me. Richard? Oh, did I say Richard? I meant Stephen. I must have the campaign on my mind. Mm, I'm sure you do. I'm sure any man would be brought to his knees. Here, turn around. Let me shake out any wrinkles. Are you all right, dear? You're shaking. I suppose I'm nervous. Chopping for a bridal dress tomorrow. The bridesmaids and mother there. She wants the girls in pale rose. Not pink. Pale rose. Oh, that sounds lovely. If it were up to me, I'd have them in navy. This time of year? What difference does it make? Hey, are you all right? It just seems so real. I suppose I see my youth slipping away. Oh, darling. You'll be a young, beautiful bride. 
Stephen is just wonderful. You'll be very happy, I'm sure. He is so madly in love with you. Oh, darling, you're shaking. Here, let's have a drink before I present you to your fiancé. Yes, that's a good idea. Here, take a few sips while I fix your makeup. Here, get my lashes out of my cosmetic case. I'll do those. You are so beautiful as you are. Look how pretty you are, sweetheart. Wouldn't it have been nice if he'd proposed tonight? Just the two of us? Oh, darling, you are a nervous Nelly. Let's go down to the powder room and you can see how lovely you are. Let me put my stockings and shoes on. Ellen. Oh, I'm sorry. What's going on? I'm sorry. Ellen, I need the Rinda contract. I couldn't find Andrea. Oh, here, I'll be out with it in a moment. What's going on here? Andrea and Stephen are going to the opera. This isn't the place for that. I'm sorry, Mr. Hayes. I wanted to finish the campaign materials, and we've had these tickets for so... I didn't have time... Well, you can't go. Oh, Mr. Hayes, really? She's here late after hours. That's why I came in here. The campaign won't work. But you already approved it. I thought you wanted the contract. Is this how my employees think of my decisions? Andrea, I will see you in my office. Mr. Hayes, please. Stephen and I have... Hey, you about ready? You look beautiful. Hey, doesn't she? Yes, very beautiful. I'm sorry, Stephen. I... What, what is it, darling? I haven't finished the campaign. It needs work. Uh, what's she talking about, Rich? She can't go tonight. I apologize if it's an inconvenience. What are you talking about? I have to present to Rinda on Wednesday. I sent the campaign materials to Wentworth. He doesn't like them. When did you? I, I would have Andrea, sent them. Andrea, that's enough. No, are you kidding? I approved it. That They have my signature. I'm sorry, Stephen. The reputation of this business doesn't rest on your signature. Why do you need Andrea? Since when is his secretary so important to a campaign? Because it's her campaign. Oh, come on. You must be kidding. Don't don't be hard on her. She's your secretary, not an ad man. She and I had an agreement. She's as good as any of your ad men. <laughs> Rich, don't dig your heels in on this. I've made my decision. It's all right, darling. Mother has season tickets. Yeah, well, this is the last weekend for right. this. It's all right. Give us a minute. Rich, can I talk with you privately? All right, then. Come into my office. I'll pour you scotch. This is just plain silly. He doesn't need you. Well, it was my campaign. He gave me credit and everything. Did he? I don't doubt it with your talent. Still, you said yourself the whole thing was finished. I think he's just exercising his authority. Stephen is moving up quickly, and look at you. What? What a prize it would be for him to take you from Stephen tonight. Take me? You look heavenly, simply beautiful. Just one of these things men do to show their dominance. Oh, brother, what a mess I've gotten myself into. Oh, don't be ridiculous. If you promise not to say anything, I'll tell you something. I think it's very boorish for Mr. Hayes to use you as a pawn in his game. Richard Hayes isn't all he makes himself out to be. I think he's deep down childish. He wasn't quite so possessive of Lucy's time when she was his assistant. I see what he puts you through. On the other hand, I suppose it's because his wife's condition has worsened. Worsened? Why? What happened? I would think you would know. No. 
it seems that I'd gotten too involved early on. I told you about it. But what's happening now? She's been in the hospital for over two months now. Something terrible, I'm afraid. What? She tried to hurt the child. How? To be honest with you, I've been helping Mr. Hayes with some of the arrangements. His mother came up from Connecticut. Apparently, her family has nothing to do with her. What have you been doing to help? I don't know how he could keep this from me. I know the drill, dear. I was his secretary not long ago. Oh. I guess I didn't know that. I suppose it's for the best. Stephen has asked me to resign once the campaign is over. Well, I can't say that I think it's a bad idea. Of course he values your work. I think he feels things are in control when he's here, when you're helping him. But darling, you have to think about your own life. What did she do to Margot? The girl? Well, Margaret thought she was hearing voices. They told her to harm the child. Andrea? It's all right, darling. It's all my fault. I'm sorry. No, I, well, come over here for a moment. Oh, you look so beautiful. Now, do you want to finish this campaign? Yes, I'm afraid I do. I'm very proud of it, and I don't get the chance very often. Oh, all right, all right. Now, see it through. Then I want you to turn in your resignation. There's no point in working for that ogre any longer. I'm thinking of going out on my own, away from Hayes, Roth, and Johnson. So soon? I've just been exploring opportunities, and it seems there's, there's quite a lot. So do as he says, finish up this campaign. After that, I want you to submit your resignation. I'm not going to let anyone bully my wife. Not even Richard Hayes. Especially not Richard Hayes. All right, sweetheart. Goodbye. I'll call you in the morning. I'll be with Mother and the girls all day for fitting, the luncheon, and we'll do some photographs. It will be a busy tomorrow, I'm afraid, but I'll call as soon as possible. Okay, don't work too late. All right, good night, everyone. Here you are all dressed up for nothing. It's all right. It was fun. I felt like I was with my big sister on prom night. Oh, you're a dear. Mr. Hayes, do you need me to stay on late tonight, too? No. All right, darling. I'll see you tomorrow for the fitting. You can imagine it's difficult to write this diary entry. To recollect that fateful hour when my life changed completely. I'm afraid I'd learned nothing from the classics, the Greek tragedies and myths in high school. I'd certainly never learned anything about professionalism from Catherine Gibbs. Between us was pure desire. It was not lovely as in Doris Day movies. It was fierce and dangerous. It was all that lurked in the shadows of desire. It was his hand on my neck as he tied my scarf. It was his deep voice on the other end of the telephone line. It was his hand on my waist, leading me out of the lotus room. When they left and the office was empty, he looked at me in an altogether new way. It stole my breath, and I was in love with him. Come into my office. Wait. Before we do, I'll say it and get it over with, all right? What is it? You're breathtaking in that dress. Oh. It was obvious that I noticed. There was no way not to. 
Oh, well, thank you. It's Dior, uh, Christian Dior. Mother splurged on me. I don't know why I have told you all that. No, it looks very sophisticated. You do. I take for granted that I know you, but... Andrea, there are so many sides of you I don't know at all. Of course you do. We've worked together almost a year now. Yes. Let's get to work, shall we? Shall I make some coffee? No. If you're going to be one of the admin, it'll have to be scotch and cigarettes. Until we hammer this thing out. All right, then. I'll fix us each a scotch. All right, then. Here you are, Mr. Hayes. Richard. Remember, you're one of the admin tonight. That's right, Richard. A smoke? No, I... That's right, I'm an admin. Of course, thank you. Okay, let's look these over. We've got a series of boards. I'll tell you first what I think. All right. Were they so terrible? Advertising's about being forward, not backward. If you turn around and look back, what do you see? I don't know. What? What was. Something everyone recognizes. Maybe even a little bored with. Advertising's about the future. The new. Everyone wants to be part of the new trend or fad. We walk a tightrope here. Do you know what I mean? I'm not sure I do. We can't be so far out and fads come and go. A campaign like Arinda's been selling silverware sets for a long time. They've got a name in the business. They have a steady, reliable corner on the wedding market. Everyone gives Arinda silverware. Every girl adds it to a registry. So is that bad? No, but it's not good either. Do you know what a blue chip stock is? No. It's a very good investment because it's an established company. Something like Chevrolet or... Orinda? Yes, but unlike Chevrolet, Orinda's profitability may be influenced by changing attitudes and values. Women are still getting married. Yes, I know they are. You're a case in point. And I'll need silverware. Yes, I have no doubt you will. But come over here. Spread out these ads. The original campaign. See if you can see what I see. All right. I'm looking at them. Pitch them to me just as you would. But I don't pitch ideas. Remember, you're an ad man, not a lovely girl in a Christian Dior dress. Well, in that case, would it be all right if I removed my shoes? My feet are aching terribly, and I'm sure an ad man wouldn't be wearing black velvet pumps. I'm sure he wouldn't. Would an ad man pour us two more drinks right about now? Yes, I'm certain he would. Ready? Ready. All right. Gentlemen, I present to you the Orinda Silverware Campaign. Few things in life last for generations except maybe taxes and Orinda Silverware. I wait for the laughs to subside. Very good. (laughs) We'll run a series of these romantic, traditional wedding scenes. Here is our bride walking down the aisle. She wears a high-necked dress. Her blonde hair pulled back... She looks like an angel, doesn't she? Everyone turns to see her approaching the altar with her father. Here in romantic script we have Orinda Fine Silverware Lasts Forever. In the next panel we see a similar... Okay, stop here. This is what I'm talking about. 
Come over here. Look through these magazines with me. Grab a sketch pad. All right. Look through the magazine. Tell me what you see. Mind if I have a smoke? Now I see why you boys sit around this glass coffee table with the scotch and cigarettes. Okay. Take a look here. Richard? Take a look. I thought you didn't like me. You did? Yes. Andrea, I'm a married man. I'm an engaged woman, so what? Can't we talk like this? I'd rather not. But please know, I like you very much. <clears throat> Can we get back to the task at hand? All right. Just uh, tell you what I noticed in these ads? That's right. Well, they're more colorful. That's right. The girls look a little more coy, don't they? A little less demure. That's the modern girl. She's still feminine, but has sex appeal. Yes, I suppose you're right. A modern girl. Something up her sleeve. It also seems life is easier with all the vacuums and dishwashers. She has more time for other things. Like what? Here, look at this Lucky Strike ad. She's smoking or talking on the phone. Here's another where the girl is smoking. Yes, girls today are not simply obedient wives and mothers. They have a mischievous side. I don't think we want too much sex appeal. Community Plate still does the two-tone ads. So sophisticated. Yes, but look at Community Plate mother and daughter whispering. Husband and son-in-law in the background. It's the old generation. Traditional values. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's mothers or mothers-in-law who buy the silverware sets. My mother has arranged a registry, and all her contemporaries will likely... All right. To... Take you, for example. Which life do you want? This one here, the community plate, your mother, father, Stephen and his parents, around the dinner table, that life? My God, what girl wants that? It's more like prison, I'd say. Okay. More colorful. Somehow romantic dreamy. A little mischievous. But we have a close-up of the future husband's cheek against hers. She's looking out at the stars. She's escaped the prison and spends a lifetime in love. I like that. A lifetime in love. Do you? Yes. <clears throat> Here, sketch out a couple. A few. That's our new tagline. Is that what you really think? That marriage is a prison? No, that was cross of me to say. No, it's not. I... I understand why you would think that. It's getting late, isn't it? We haven't even gotten to radio or television. We can keep the jingles. For radio, we'll just change the slogan. We'll make some of the changes for television. I'm going to call in the Rinda people and show them the new campaign before we take it any further. Will you work with the art department and have something by Wednesday? Of course. It is late. I should go. By the time the taxi gets me back, it will be close to midnight. Speaking of prisons, I have to endure mother all day long. Oh, more wedding planning? Yes, and there's photographs of the bridal luncheon. She'll be furious if I show up with dark circles. I'll call a taxi. Don't be silly. I'm bringing you back to your apartment. Thank you, Mr. Hayes. I will take you up on that. Are you sure you don't find me terribly annoying? I told you. I thought perhaps you did. Honestly. I don't. Well, what do you think of me? <laughs> I think you're a very good secretary. Is that all? And a very smart girl. All right, I better get my things from Ellen's office. 
You're engaged, Andrea. And you're married. Yes, I'm married. Here, let me help you. Seems I've given you a bit too much to drink. I'm all right. Here, let me get the door. What are you doing, Richard? You're hurting my wrist. I can't wait any longer. You're driving me crazy. <sighs> Richard. of me? Are you attracted to me? What is it? How much will you do for me? I will do whatever you ask me to. Anything. You'll do anything I ask because you're in love with me? I worship you. Please hold me. Don't leave me here with nothing on. How much? Anything. Whatever you ask. Richard, I'm afraid I don't want to make you angry with me again. I never want you to be angry with me again. Kiss me, please. I want you to do something. What is it? Will I be ashamed? I'll do anything you ask me. You're so beautiful. You're the perfect woman for me. You have to know that you're the only one. I want you. Why are you hurting me? I don't understand. Why are you holding my hair back like that? You must know it hurts. Do you mind if it hurts? No. All right, then. Shh. Here. Move down. I won't be ashamed, will I, Richard? I'm in love with you. Hello? Hello? Richard, is that you? I can hear you. Is it you, darling? Is it you, darling? I want you to know I don't regret a thing. I don't know how I will tell Mother. Darling? Please say something. Emma? Emma Bovary, is that you lurking on the other end? Listening Margaret? in on my life. Margaret? Oh, Emma. What have you gone and done to yourself? Haven't you learned anything from your poor old dear friend, Mrs. Hayes? Soon you'll know exactly how she feels. <laughs>